Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. My name is Chloe Tonus, and this is going to be a three-in-one episode covering a bunch of new side-channel attack methods on modern CPUs that could potentially be used to steal data. The first method we'll be discussing is called Downfall, and currently it's only hypothetical and rather difficult to pull off, but it would allow you to install a malicious app that is able to exploit a memory optimization feature called Gather. A memory optimization feature is supposed to allow the memory to be accessed faster and therefore increase the CPU performance, but it comes with some security issues as well. Downfall is able to use Gather data sampling to steal AES 128-bit and 256-bit encryption keys on a separate virtual machine. So, even if you have two virtual machines, if they're sharing the same core, data can be stolen from both. And not just encryption keys, but passwords, emails and messages, and banking information can be stolen using this method. The encryption keys are just especially important because if you have the encryption keys to the device, you can access pretty much everything on it. And since this can be done across virtual machines, it's especially dangerous in an enterprise environment that uses virtual machines as opposed to more traditional handing out laptops to people. Virtualization allows the creation of guest machines on one larger host machine, and these guest machines act like completely normal independent PCs. You're not supposed to be able to get to a different virtual machine from another virtual machine, but Downfall allows you to do just that. So if this can be practically pulled off by hackers in the wild, it could be used to steal data from a lot more PCs by just accessing one. However, this is only considered a medium security flaw because it was pulled off one time under very specific controlled conditions that are not necessarily guaranteed for a random hacker to find. There is currently not a full-on patch available, but there is a mitigation by activating some switches, although it may result in major performance issues almost a 50% reduction in performance. So far, Downfall specifically has only been able to be performed on Intel CPUs. However, this is not the only attack method discovered, and it also does not mean that you're safe if you use AMD CPUs, because Inception is a transient execution attack, which is a type of attack that basically tricks a CPU into taking incorrect actions, which can result in a memory leak. Inception makes a CPU believe that a Zor instruction set is recursive, or that it's supposed to repeat itself over and over again. This causes an overflow which shows the attacker arbitrary data from processes running on the CPU. So what does that mean? What kind of data can be leaked from these processes? It can be different types of application data, however, most importantly, this method would take about half a second to steal a 16-character password right from the CPU memory, and about six and a half seconds to steal an RSA encryption key, which can then be used to steal much, much more data on the system. With the theft of passwords and encryption keys, accounts can be accessed and data stolen from those accounts, especially if, like most people, you maybe reuse your passwords, which I wouldn't recommend, but, well, a lot of people do it. This opens up a lot of possibilities for different types of data theft, and as I implied earlier, Inception is a hardware flaw that only works on Zen-based AMD processors. There are also some microcode updates being released to mitigate the issues, but like Downfall, there is not a patch that will completely prevent attacks. Finally, we have Collide Plus Power, which I'm going to be 
calling Collide Power, just for simplicity's sake. This is a software method rather than a hardware method like the other two we just discussed. And also, unlike the other two we just discussed, Collide Power impacts almost all CPUs on the market, not just one particular vendor, be it Intel or AMD. Although it is probably the lowest risk and least practical for attackers to use of the ones we're discussing today. However, like the other two, it is a means to leak data from the CPU. In a Collide Power attack, an attacker fills the CPU with data they control, and it forces the target CPU to overwrite that data. The attacker-controlled data collides with the victim's secret key, and that collision changes the power consumption of the CPU, based on how many bits are changed. So, although the attacker cannot directly see any secret encryption keys, the attacker can measure the change in power consumption to see what has changed. And they could theoretically do this thousands of times to eventually find the exact value. And if that sounds crazy and impractical, that is because it is. Collide Power doesn't let you leak a lot of data at once, and it takes a long time to get any actual values out of the data. This, unfortunately, is also rather complicated to mitigate, as to prevent collisions, you need to redesign the CPU at the hardware level, which you can't do if it's already in your PC. Although, there are still software-level mitigations that can be used, it just can't completely prevent similar attacks. CPU hardware attacks are very, very complicated. Spectre and Meltdown were two CPU attacks that use similar methods, which I've also covered on this podcast. A lot of the same methods used in Downfall, Inception, and Collide Power were also used in Spectre and Meltdown to bypass software-based isolation of CPUs and access data you're not supposed to access. And although this particular trio of vulnerabilities can leak incredibly sensitive, completely unencrypted information to attackers, they can't be done over the web and must be performed by either physically being on the computer, or one of the virtual machines hosted on it, or using malware to pull off the attack. As always, update your antivirus, avoid suspicious downloads, email links, or clicking on advertisements. In fact, I'd recommend using an ad blocker. And make sure to update your device when new updates come out, including firmware for any hardware devices. Thank you to Bleeping Computer, The Hacker News, Security Weekly, ARS Technica, and Tom's Guide for information on these new and kind of scary but also exciting CPU attacks. And, of course, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, and until next time, stay secure.